Welcome to MTZ Overflow Podcast. You've just finished listening to the sermon. Now let's get into the overflow. We're glad you're here. Ready? This must be how you feel every every Sunday. What's that? Like being on camera. Like knowing you're on camera. Yeah, so make sure you look right there. That's the camera. Oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you also. Happy New Year. It's, uh, you know, I think when I was like little, not even little, I'd put like high school and stuff. I was like, New Year, yes. Like I felt this like rejuvenation because it's a brand new year. It's new numbers, all that. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm older, it's definitely more of like a, just a continuation, not a dismissal of that it's a new year, fresh start, you know, all that stuff. But it's is definitely a lot more intense. Like it feels more intense, right? Now as I get older, and, I, and you start to appreciate New Year's. I don't know. I'm over forty, so like I just been thinking about just the appreciation of mm. of life. And thinking about getting older. Mm. Mm-hmm. So when I was younger, that it was never a thought. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just every day is going to happen. But the older you get, you understand that. Hmm, yeah. You never know. Never so know. That's yeah. what I'm grateful for. Yeah, definitely grateful for for another day, another year. Another year. Yeah. And so now we're back. We're in. Uh, we're back recording. Hi everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> We took the year off because I needed some time. It was me. It was 100% me. I will take full full responsibility for that. Um, but I appreciate my pastor for his patience and his grace. He, oh, yeah. he uh, distribute or displays it daily. Uh, and so just uh, I, I commend you for all of that and willing to, to get back on the mic with me. Well, as you know, she has a lot going on, a PhD student, working jobs, changing jobs and stuff. So definitely got to understand that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and so kind of like as we were talking about at the big, uh, just open, it's a new year, more appreciation and, you know, enhancing the old and embracing the new. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the theme for this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we've had these lives, right? We, However old, quote unquote, we are based off years. Um, how do we enhance that old with uh embracing new uh because yeah what got us here got us here but it won't get us there Uh, and so we start off the year with daniel with a fast so uh, the scripture reference from sunday is daniel 1 8 through 18 pastor talk to us about uh who daniel is and how he got into the position that he's in right so uh daniel is a Hebrew, right? He Israel is a Jew. He's um he's been stolen from his homeland. And um Babylon invades um Israel and captures um everyone, but they don't destroy everyone. Mm. And King Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar. I've, 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 I've heard uh, Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> That's how I learned it. <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar, however you pronounce it. <laughs> King Nez. Uh, he, uh, he decides, yo, um, 
keep the bright, smart, handsome young men. Mm-hmm. And even though they are not a part or birthed into Babylon, um, we want them to be used in our um, to lead our country. And Daniel was one of those people. And so that's how we are introduced uh, to Daniel. And what we know is Meshach, Shabrak, and a bad Negro, me, and Abednego. <laughs> uh, we know them not at uh, 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 how we come to know them is by them being stolen from their homeland and then being a part of Babylon and then them sticking to their culture even though they're outside of their cultural boundaries. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are the names that the Babylonians gave them? Mm-hmm. Okay. So their actual names are Hananiah, Mishael, and Azaria. Isn't Azaria so pretty? Mm-hmm. When I read it, I said, that's somebody's baby's name. For real. Somebody named it already somewhere. True. True. Uh, we put a uh on a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Kaya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, and you open us up as talking about the benefits of spiritual fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that have been following Mount Zion, uh, you've noticed that we've talked about coming into the new year, even the past uh, few years since I've been a member. Few. Several, feels like. <laughs> Uh, that I've been a member we've always started the year with a fast and uh, it was actually really surprising to me that since you've been at Mount Zion you hadn't preached on the Daniel fast but you got us doing it right because you know and that's a flaw for me I would say Uh, I'm often thinking people just know Mm. Mm. you know what I mean I'm thinking people, this is something they should just know. And so we're going to do the Daniel fast. Let's go, everyone, do the Daniel fast. And and, and we did a fast during Advent with the Daniel fast, but then I heard so many people was like, I ain't do it. I ain't commit to it. Me. <laughs> I didn't do the Advent fast. You're not the only one. It's just so many other people was like, yeah, y'all had, I'm glad y'all did it, but I didn't participate. And, and because we've never articulated in a way of this is what the Daniel fast consists of and why it is incorporated. Um, since we have never, I had never, I realized I had never done that. Okay. Um, and then I began so many emails, text me, you know, how people call, talk about why you do this doing the fast, why you can't do that doing the fast. Uh, so the Lord led me to, Hey, use biblical terms and use the Bible to explain what we're trying to do. Because the prayer and fasting ministry has um, three fasts each year, mm-hmm. corporate fasts. So it's uh, Advent, Lent, and then First Fruit, and that's the one we're currently participating in. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you can answer this for the prayer and fasting ministry. Um, Advent was a week. Advent was four weeks. Was f- actually three three weeks. So it was three weeks. Why is Daniel fast only one? And because then Lent it, is 40 days. Yeah, because we're going right back into it. Okay. And as you know, everybody didn't participate. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to be, um, I guess, too too much. Especially with, you know, 
with people totally unfamiliar with fasting, mm-hmm. even though we've implemented them, even though we've called for church-wide fasting, mm-hmm. um, I believe this is one that a lot more people participated in this time than mm-hmm. any other fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a Facebook post up and to see so many people saying, yeah, I'm doing it. Or people coming in and say, Pastor, I can't get my bacon and my eggs today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it is, uh, even though, you know, it's tough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, turning something down that you really like or something that you're used to doing. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you got to turn to something else. Um, you know, in my house, I see a lot of miserable faces, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, but it's, I think it, it is um, it's very beneficial for what we're doing and um, looking at for God to give us clear insight, wisdom and direction for what we're trying to do here as a church and personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really good for um, to educate because I think you are right. Like we not uh assuming that everybody knows is not assumption that we should be Mm -hmm. making so appreciate you breaking that down if you haven't um heard the breakdown check out the podcast before this hopefully you did if you want to see the full sermon go to youtube facebook or mcdlife.com and find it uh there but we're gonna dive into the benefits of the spiritual fast uh because it the intention of the fast is to, as you remove the items, which are typically either food or something that takes up a lot of your time, be it social media. I don't think you can fast from work, so I wouldn't suggest that. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you probably can. You probably can. You probably can. Like, I'm fasting yeah. from work this month, uh, yeah. but I don't know if you get paid for it. I don't know. I don't so, know. That's so funny story. During uh, Lent one year, I was in college, and uh, me and my teammates, we were talking about what we're going to give up for Lent. Mm-hmm. And I went to a Catholic school, so it was um, it was also like in the cafeterias and stuff. Got it. And so we were talking about what we're going to give up for Lent, and I told them that I wasn't going to speak to white people. Oh, my God. Oh, they got mad. One of them in particular was so upset. She is of that. um, Race? Yeah, race. Yes, she's of that race. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do all your assignments? How are you going to talk to people? I was like, well, just spend that time, you know, with the Lord instead of talking. Oh, yeah, she was she was heated. Yeah, that's, that's a different type of fast right there, CT. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, let's just say I didn't do it. You didn't do it, I God could, bless I, your heart. Yeah, I couldn't do it, I couldn't Ooh. do it. It, it would have really been detrimental to mm-hmm. everything that I needed to do, um, including play basketball, so. Wow. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So, <laughs> that's my story about intense fast. Have for Jesus. <laughs> uh, so, uh the benefits of spiritual fasting, it allows us to find favor with God. You talked about how um, um, the Israelites were stolen from Babylon. What? How? How far away is that? Uh, I don't. I don't have the exact um, information in front of me. Okay, that's right okay. Yeah, I was just. I was curious. Um, but I'm thinking even too, like, um, like what a conflict it was for. All of those, I presume it was all men <clears throat> that were taken and were going to be used for um, for the king, for Nebuchadnezzar. Right. 
like what a conflict it is. You're stolen. You're taken away from your family, right? Your your home has been invaded. Your family's captured. You're taken away, but yet you are now being treated with food from the king's table mm-hmm. and the king's wine. And I mean, you were given a new name, right? That you, there's uh, those days. Excuse me, your name meant something. Right. Uh, not to say that today's don't, but there's a lot more intentionality back then about why you were named something versus I think it sounds good with this other name. And like, I just thought about how how much of a conflict that would have been to like you want to enjoy this, right? You want to enjoy this food and this wine, and oh, I could be at the like talking directly to the king, but I've also been taken away from my family. Like, it's not my choice. So I was just thinking about how they felt in that time. Yeah, so they're actually prisoners, right? They're um, Mm -hmm. prisoners of war, uh, but they're given the liberties because of the desire in which the king had for them to be able to work. Um, Google suggests that Babylon and Israel are about 500 miles apart uh, from each other. And and so that's a long way, uh, especially Mm -hmm. in those days when there is no... Um, like highways, highways, um, vehicles, cars, yeah, vehicles, things yeah. like that. So I, it was pretty a pretty long journey. Yeah. Um, and if we're fasting to find favor with God, you, um, you mentioned the part about resistance, like because they are prisoners, it's limited in what they have access to do. So Daniel and his homeboys, um, used fasting as a sign of resistance yeah but that's not how we should view it right that's that's how i see it um for them okay and that sign of resistance is um is them um saying we won't adhere to the rules or the regulations of the king um uh, because we are still adhering to the way in which God want, wants us to operate. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's how I see it as a sign of resistance because they say we're going to continue to do what we've been taught mm-hmm. and we're going to continue to live according to um, what we think God has for us even though we are be beyond our homeland. So I see it as a sign of resistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they they didn't um, they didn't want to um, adhere to what the king had in front of them. Um, they changed their names, mm-hmm. and they couldn't stop that. You no, know, because um, changing their names meant that they are assimilated into it, equates to them being the property of Babylon. It, it, it points to them uh, being now a part of the Babylonian culture, and. And so their names are changed, but they decide uh, we don't want to eat the king's food. Mm-hmm. We don't want to. Uh, we, 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 we want to do what we think is best for us. And I believe it, it. Daniel is known in the Bible as a prayer, pray, a prayer warrior, as some would say. And so I'm pretty sure he consulted God, even though that is not mentioned in the text. But it says God gives them favor. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I believe. Uh, that it, it, it was um, a process um, in which that they took uh, to go about um, helping themselves uh, resist as a, as a sign of resistance to 
their oppressor, that we still going to be us no matter what environment you put us in. Mm. That's a really, uh, that's a strong faith. Mm-hmm. That's a strong faith um, to, to know that. Which then gets to your second point about fasting will increase your faith. Um, and how, I guess, what I, the part about fasting that's challenging is that I think you see the results at the end. Mm-hmm. And so many times I want to see the results through. Right. Like, God, can you show up on day three? Mm-hmm. While I'm struggling and it's hard. Um, can you share, or do you mind sharing a time where you fasted and your faith has increased? Every time. I said, share an I'm example. Just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> How, like how did like, every time because um yo um I, I i go when i was 18 years old i was trying to determine what i wanted to do in life because mm-hmm. uh, i was living in my mother's basement and um uh, so i went on a fast i went on a fast um and after the fact at least during the fast and praying while praying um, because fasting just just not about pushing away from the table, but it's also about uh, spending time with God. Let me say that. Um, not just a fast, but a spiritual fast. It's about spending time with God in prayer and Bible study and meditation and journaling. All of that goes apart with the fast, because if you just push food away, you're just doing intermediate fasting. And, and that's something that I practice too, trying to lose this weight. Um, and so, but it's not spiritual fasting because my attention is not on to seek spiritual well-being. My, my attention is on physical well-being. And so when I commit to a spiritual fast, um, I, I'm focusing on trying to get divine attention from God, right? I'm trying to get divine attention from God and I'm trying to conduct a spiritual discipline. Uh, which is something that we must do as believers to continue um, to increase our faith and to increase and to continue to, um, I want to say, maintain mm-hmm. um, our faith. Um, because, um, like, as I was taught, saying I went on a fast trying to figure out what I want to do, and I heard God clearly tell me, go down to the recruiter station and ask for Mr. White. Mm. I was like, what? I went to work that day. I was working at a. Um, a magazine company and uh, I was horrible I'm not good at hard labor at all and I was supposed to be in training for two weeks but I think I was in training for about five weeks at this time mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said hey let me try something um, different I need to know I don't know what, which way I really want to go in life and so I went to um, to the recruiter station after work um, hungry <laughs> because <laughs> I was fasting <laughs> and uh, I totally forgot about what God had said that morning. It wasn't until I went into, uh, so a, a staff sergeant Robinson helped me. I took the pre-ASVAB, passed the pre-ASVAB and then I went into the uh, the, com- uh, the office commander's the commander's office. Uh, it was a sergeant first class and he was telling me about everything I, about the army, what I needed to do and he walked out and when he walked out, I was like, nah, I'm done. I'm not going to the Army. I changed my mind. And as I'm getting up and walking out, all I see on the wall is Kevin White. Mm. K- 
Kevin White. It, I, it's still here. It yeah. is still here. Uh, all I see is Kevin White. And I knew then that uh, what I was doing was totally the will of God. Mm. And I need, I know now that it also was the will of God because I um, did three tours, two to Iraq, one to Afghanistan, and I'm still here. Yes. I uh, have all of my limbs and some of my brain, um, some of my mind, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a little crazy now, but I'm still here. Yes. And I know that's because God uh, sent me mm-hmm. um and and he kept me even in those moments and so i that really increased my faith um to trust god because when i was over there um i was i will remind god you told me to do this (laughs) (laughs) so you have to keep me while i'm over yeah yes uh no i i've had that conversation with god too um i fasted for for a job opportunity um he said go he told me five years, did my five years, and then it's like, okay, God, mm. what's next? You brought me here. I feel like I'm stuck now. What What is next? Like, what do you want me to do next? Uh, so what that uh, told me was that it, I needed to go into another season of fasting mm-hmm. and praying. For you should have went year four. Okay. Mm. Not waited till the end. Not waiting till year five. Mm. Yeah. Why? Cause you you got to be ready for what's next before next shows up. Oh. That'll preach all day. All day it'll preach. You got to be ready for what's next before next shows up. Put that in a write that note down. <laughs> it's recorded. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you, ready, you have you to ready. be. I think, and I think, like you, like I'm trying trying to tell you, you know, at year four, you like, yo, God, what's next? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we think, you know, even though we have faith, even though we believe, it still requires work. Mm-hmm. It still requires work because year five, I don't know what your presumption was or what you was thinking that year five job just to show up. I did. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I did. I really did. I thought it was gonna just going to so, be handed to me. <laughs> And and or come through my inbox, or someone's gonna be right. like, "Hey, I was thinking about you," and it's gonna hit all of the things that that I wanted. And I was like, "God, this is you." That that's right. what I that's right. what I was anticipating. Yeah. So again, uh, hopefully, you learned a lesson that faith without works is dead. Um, that means uh, if you believe in year five, you're gonna get a new job. That means if you ain't put in no applications for that job, <laughs> when year five came, <laughs> you were still in the same job that you were in. And so you got to be able to exercise your faith. Amen. Uh, go to work. Amen. Do some work, uh, not <laughs> to to prove that your faith is is real and true. And so. Um, and, and a lot of us have that mentality. Just think it's because we we heard from God and something happened. It's just gonna happen. You know, God called me to be a preacher. Mm-hmm. You think I'm just I shouldn't go to school? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Should, should I just should I not study? Should I just stand in front of the church and open my Bible? Uh, We're gonna preach from this place here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel the Holy Spirit leading now. It's some work that is required to the calling and to the ministry and to our lives um, that that we must um, we must commit ourselves to. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Sometimes. Today you are. You're doing good. <laughs> and 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 you're right because 
Okay, we'll use that example. Yeah, I should have gotten in year four and started fasting and praying about what was going to happen in year five. Not let year five come and be like, what is this? Right. Like, what am I supposed to do now? Wasn't preparing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and and I think, too, I'll speak for my own. I should have fasted at, four, at year four because my mind was certainly cluttered. And mm. it wasn't, I wasn't even probably in a space to truly think about what next could be or where God could move. And that's your third point is that fasting frees the mind to think clearly. Yeah. Um, I'll say right now during this fast, my mind feels really clear. Good. Um, like it's just, I'm just thinking like it's just things are moving. I'm processing uh, I'm on different topics. I'm thinking, what is the next move? I'm not necessarily a big move, but just what what is the move that's going to put me in position for the next move? Right. Um, yeah, and so um, and we, 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 let's talk about the men in the text first. Uh, oh yeah, talk about them. Men, talk about them. Yo, they they decide we're going to commit ourselves to uh, vegetables and water, and, and as we commit ourselves to this. Um, this is, um, they allow God to get the glory. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because God, the Bible says God, uh, allowed Daniel to have favor, favor with, um, the guy that's in charge and the guy and and he allowed Daniel not to eat the King's menu nor drink the King's wine. He said, and the guy was like, yo, I can get, my head can be gone for mm-hmm. not giving you what the Lord told me to get, I mean, mm-hmm. what the king told me to give you. And God finds favor there and he said, hey, after 10 days, test us and see that we don't look better than everybody else. And after 10 days, they did. Um, skin was a little clear, you know. Um, they, they, they look uh, a little more fit than everyone else. Matter of fact, it says fetter, and they look fetter. But <laughs> you on the fat, you you eating vegetables yeah. and water, and you look thicker than everybody. <laughs> Pause, but but that's what uh, <laughs> but that's what what's going on here, and then, and then it says, um, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom. And gave Daniel understanding in all visions and dreams. Mind. Mm. All that has to do with your mind. Because when your mind is not focused solely on um, what I'm going to eat. Or we know that certain foods play on your mental. You know, um, when people are dealing with depression, anxiety, um they're, they should look at their diets also to see what they're putting in their bodies. Um, and, and, and removing those things help you to think clearly. Mm-hmm. And, and you, we all need a clear mind, especially in the days in which we live in now, be, mm-hmm. with so much false news or fake news that constantly come across our timelines um, with, with so much going on in the world, with so many choices that we have to make as parents, as uh, siblings, as uh, as members, as pastors, as leaders, you need a clear mind to make proper decisions 
um, that would benefit you and everyone around you. And so these young men, they are able to receive this wisdom, um, this discernment, this spiritual understanding uh, that they needed to shine brighter than everyone that was around them. Mm -hmm. And and I think for us, and when we commit ourselves uh, to fasting, when we commit ourselves to um, spiritual disciplines, it allows us to get closer to God. And the closer we are to God, the clearer his voice becomes. Mm-hmm. Right? Because oftentimes we're like, God didn't speak to me. You was too far away. Mm. He did speak. You just didn't hear him. Yeah. Right? Um, and so um, that's what fasting allows. It allows us to deepen our relationship. Matter of fact, all spiritual disciplines. As we commit ourselves to spiritual disciplines, living lives, uh, fasting, prayer, Bible study, giving, service, worship, um, because Sunday morning worship is not enough. Mm-hmm. It's not enough to sustain us as Christians in yeah. a world that presents sin at free will, right? We It's easy for us to do the wrong thing. But if our minds are not clear and our minds are cluttered, we fall for the temptation. Yeah. Um, Matthew 4, Jesus is in the wilderness. And on the 40th day, that's when he is tempted by the devil. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's, that's probably why Jesus was so strong, because he had a clear mind. Mm. Right. Because he's in the wilderness and all he kept saying uh, each time the devil presented something, he said it is written, mm. which means the word of God was on his mind. Because he was fasting, but I'm pretty sure he know he had the word of God on his mind to help him to deny the temptations in which the devil presents. Mm-hmm. That's why the devil can never make us do anything, mm. especially when we are committed to spiritual disciplines that helps us to think more clearer of the decisions and the choices in which we make. And it allows us to make choices and decisions that are better for us than when we move of instinct or from past uh, performances of things we've seen others do. But when we have a clear mind, we can make better choices to choose godliness and righteousness over everything else. And, and And I know I'm a living witness, and I say this all the time. I'm God's favorite. You hear what I'm saying, CT? I hear you. I am God's favorite, and it's my testimony that God always take care of me. That's a good testimony. <laughs> you can't argue that testimony. Hold on, let me look in the camera and say, "Tell it to the people. I am God's favorite, and God always take care of me. And that's because I've committed my life um, to, to the spiritual disciplines, and if I did not, I couldn't be who I am today. Mm. It's challenging being a pastor. Mm. And it's even more challenging being a parent. Mm. <laughs> and then a sibling, then president of AACC and running conferences and things like that. I need the grace of God. Yeah. So that I can make proper decisions that just does not benefit me, but everyone else that are, that is around me. Mm-hmm. And I need that, and I only can find that through fasting and praying and worship, um, being a disciple of the Lord, giving and service, and mm-hmm. committing to those spiritual disciplines. Yeah. 
uh, as we end our conversation here and as the fast kind of is ending for, um, for us at Mount Zion, how, uh, what would you tell the people to do as they are approaching the end of the fast, potentially going into, um, or going back into the foods that they have left mm-hmm. behind? Uh, what are some things that they should make sure that they take away? Well, go slow. Um, everybody body is different. Um, so I wouldn't tell anybody, you know, I know, of course, you know, take away those processed foods and sugars and a whole lot of carbs. That's what I, that's just for health wise. Mm. Um, but I'll say go slow when you reintroduce yourself back to those chicken wings and fries and Popeye's and McDonald's and stuff. Let's go slow. You can mess your stomach up. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I remember one time I came off a fast, a week-long fast, and, mm-mm. yeah, <laughs> stomach be done, done. Uh, but uh, but I, I would say go slow, but then I also say um, be intentional of fasting on your own. It don't have to be a corporate-wide, uh, corporate church-wide prayer, uh, fast. Um, take a day. Say, hey, today I'm just going to. Just the fast for me today. Each week, incorporate something in your life where you can pull away from something that you love and like. Because the fast is not, I'm just going to give up something I want. I'm going to give up watching TV, but you watch everything on your iPad. You know what Mm. I'm saying? We're slick like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not watching TV. I'm watching my tablet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, But what's the difference? You know what I'm saying? And so don't, just be intentional of removing something that you like and because those things, and I like to eat. I don't know about anybody else. I like. Food is delicious. It's very delicious. And so, uh, but we have to be intentional of what we take away and so that we can be able to improve. Um, I'm, I want us to, my goal this year as the pastor of this church to ensure that we're producing better Christians. I just don't want us to be coming to church on Sunday morning, jump, shout, scream, play loud music, and then leave, and there's no transformation. Mm. So I want us really to commit to the spiritual disciplines to allow our lives to be transformed, and we be the example people need to see of what Christians really look like. That's my goal. It's a good goal. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your insight. Thank you to the people. Hey, hey. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, check back to here <laughs> uh, for more podcasts as we continue to go throughout the year and throughout uh, Pastor Sermon. So uh, until then, stay marvelous, fabulous, and blessed. Peace. Peace. God bless you. Take care.